This week, we're going to Guatemala, to El Limon, to meet the Bateos. But I'm in the roastery, look. So I don't know if you can tell how excited I am to be back in the roastery and back here. We still don't have um, the guys to help filming, which I know will please some of you. But um, yeah, we will hopefully that will be the next stage of normality returning. So as I said, we're going to talk about El Limon. Uh, El Limon is uh, somebody who we've worked with now since 2013 um, and have become really important partners. Uh, I was first introduced to Beto and the family uh, by Raul Rodas, who is the 2011 World Barista Champion and good friend. Um, and he, I asked him if he could help me uh, find some producers that other people hadn't found um, in Guatemala. Um, and they hadn't been found. They were selling their coffee as a commodity coffee to the local mills and were not having any of the, um, you know, kind of praise and showing the, the hard work they were doing. But uh, Raul owns a coffee shop and roastery in Guatemala City and he had started buying their coffee. And then we also became uh, part of that. And now we exclusively buy everything from Beto um, and we really built on that relationship uh, from, uh, from El Limon. Um, so it is a natural process coffee. Now we know what natural process is, is that the, you know, the cherry stays onto the seed and you dry the cherry. They never did natural processing before we'd met. Uh, everything was washed um, and they enjoy the challenge. They've even started doing some honeys now um, where they've been doing a black honey uh, and lots of other things, which is they've grown as we've grown with them and we've learnt off each other. Um, and I think that's really, really fantastic. But to tell us a little bit about the more about the farm, let's go to Virtual Steve and his update. Thanks, Steve. So, uh, the Patios and uh, the Reyes family have been an important part of Hasbeen's life for the last uh, seven or eight years uh, and continue to become more and more important. They've owned the farm for 21 years uh, and have really focused on improving quality and taking care in everything that they do. Investing in the farm, investing in the mill, investing in the people who work for them. All of the family have a part to play in the day-to-day -day running of the farm, including Beto's wife, Marilyn, and their children, Saul, Alina, Batillo, and Batillo's wife, Mayfa, um, and Batillo's brother, Felix. Who, he runs the mill. Uh, Saul is doing a course on ag uh, agronomy um, and uh, helping with those things. Batillo is the farm manager who runs the day-to-day -day, uh, dealings on the farm and the logistics of uh, packing the containers, moving the containers, dry milling. Uh, Marilyn looks after all of the uh, pickers on the farm. So when uh, a family comes, she'll help them settle into the, the town, make sure that they have food and they've got accommodation and all the things that they need. Uh, in fact, everybody has a role to play. Mayfair ends up doing the books and running all of the financial side of things. Um, they've also built a QC lab now on the farm, which we used for the first time on the visit in uh, February. Um, and really good to see them starting to taste their own coffees uh, and really see the difference in the qualities and how they can improve what they're doing. I love going to visit the family. The family have uh, an amazing warmness to them that just means that you're instantly part of the family. 
Uh, it makes you feel welcome uh, and makes you feel like you're at home when you're a very long way away from home. I always tend to visit them towards the end of the trip as it's always nice to have that warm hug of somebody that uh, you, you like to spend the time with and like to spend time with the family. Okay, so enough of that. It is time now for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week Returns! Great, we have the return of Roland's dad. Roland's socially distanced daft fact. Roland, do you? Oh, oh, you're not in focus, Roland. Shall I try and make you in focus? Probably best if I'm not. Um, maybe if I hold the tape further. Roland, do you have a daft fact for us? A socially distanced daft fact. I do. Did you know that an estimated 51% of Guatemala's population is of native indigenous Mayan descent, which makes it the only Central American country where a majority of people consider themselves to be of indigenous descent. Did you miss him? It's nice to have Roland back on his daft fact, isn't it? It's one and only time because I'm probably not going to be here next week, but um, yes, good to, good to have you back. So let's get into the coffee. So on the very front end you've got, uh, it's a little bit like a, I want you to think about a plum that's been sat in the fruit basket for a little while. It's got a bit squishy and a bit soft and a bit bruised. It's that kind of whole like mushy fruitness to it. Tied in with like um, a brown sugar sweetness and a little bit of like a boozy brandy kind of flavor to it. It's a powerful big coffee. This will work fantastically in espresso, I feel, and I think as a milk-based drink, it would really cut through that milk really well, like a powerful coffee flavor to it as well. I think it's a real drinker's coffee, super clean. And for them only processing natural coffee in the last kind of five years or so, it's amazing how good they are at the details of uh, getting that clean cup. And I think they really, really nail it. As you can tell, I'm a bit of a fanboy of the Reyes family. Uh, I love the work that they do and I love their coffee and I hope you love it too. Listen, thank you for joining me. Great to be back. Uh, great to have a, a sign of normality starting to come back. Um, but do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. You do love a bruised plum. I do love a bruised plum. It's one of my favourite descriptors of all time.